Seven Rings by Ariana Grande because if Ariana Grande wants it, mm-hmm. Ariana Grande gets it. Mm-hmm. But it's Shane. Thank you. And welcome back to another episode of the Pop Talk Podcast. Woo! Woo! We hope you guys are having an amazing day and thank you so much for joining us mm-hmm. on the podcast this evening, morning, whenever you listen to this. Mm-hmm. Before we get started, you have to make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud so you don't miss out on any of the past or future episodes. And then you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Pop Talk Podcast. That's at pop underscore talk underscore. And then my personal Instagram and Twitter that you can follow me at is at Mr. McCaddy, M-R-M-C-C-A-T-T-Y. And my Twitter is K-A-Y-1057. Yee! And like always, those things yep. will be down in the, <laughs> those things will be down in the description for you if you cannot remember. So today we have a bunch of new music mm-hmm. to talk about from Cardi B and Bruno Mars to Zed and Katy Perry to Why Don't We and so much more. Plus, we are also going to be taking a trip to the past, mm. to the year. 2011 and talking about the music of that time. Class of 2011. Uh, yes, I am the class of 2011, so this was a significant mm-hmm. year for me, and so the music, you know, I have personal connections to a lot of the music from that time, but first, we have to talk about Billboard, and Billboard, if you do not know, is the chart system that ranks songs based on radio, play, sales, and streams, and that determines the most popular songs in the country. And Kaylee is going to break it down with probably the most interesting Mm -hmm. top 10 we've had, I'm saying it, since 2017. Oops. Oops. What? 2018? Thank you, next. Oh my gosh. I'm done. Okay, number 10 is Eastside. He used to meet me on the east side. Great song. I'm so glad it's getting what it deserves. Um, number nine is Wow, Post Malone. Still haven't heard it. Really? Yes. And everybody's just jumping in on me. Got him say What? I hear it all the time. Nope. I like that song. Number eight is High Hopes. Yep. Can I get the You've school? heard that one. Bam, 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 bam. Number seven is Sicko Mode, Travis Scott. Yes. Thank you, next. Um, number six is... <laughs> a little bit. I really... You know what it is, too? It's just... So I, I really like that the song has three parts. I like that it has three different beats. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. That um, that type of record got really popular. Mm-hmm. But I realized that Travis Scott really isn't in much of the song. Right. It's... Drake's song. Yeah, I realized that. I'm like, I realized that the other day when I heard it. I said, "Wow, his little intro, his little segment, which is the best part of the song, and that's like the main part mm-hmm. of the song." I'm like, <laughs> "This song, this Drake is in much more of the song. He's not even officially credited as a performer on the song." So I thought that was interesting. If Travis's part was longer, had more to it, yeah, then I wouldn't be like, "Okay, I'm kind of over the song," because that's kind of the only part I enjoy listening to. Mm-hmm. No offense to Drake, but I'm like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, number six is Happier, Marshmallow and Bastille. 
Yes, Happy Year, which it was number two last week, and I just was telling Kaylee before the podcast that I found out it was number two because I got a huge boost in streams and sales and all that because Marshmallow performed it on Fortnite. He performed it, so I'm not sure if he performed it. They said it was innovative or whatever the big word they used was, but so I'm not sure if he performed like while people were at live playing the game or if it was just like a video they did like like was like if when you're on your little avatar character yeah. could you like walk around and then see him performing mm-hmm. like was mm-hmm. it like that in depth or um so i'm gonna look it up later mm-hmm. because that sounds really cool though to perform in a video game because remember when lady gaga was supposed to perform in space what well, is that still not happening well she announced it around the art pop time art pop you do time. know that getting into space takes a long time yeah, but she was acting like it was supposed to happen in the next couple of years. And I'm like... You're telling me there's a chance she could perform Venus in space? <gasps> you didn't hear about that? No, I didn't. But yeah, she talked about it for a good amount of time. She, she like, and they, they had announced it. They were like, Gaga's going to be the first artist to perform in space. I don't know how it fell through. But what if, like... probably going to be Ariana now because she has a song called NASA. Okay, Thank you, next. Um, Gaga can be the first. And what if we go, and then, like, the last song, she just rockets right into space. Like, this is it. We're gonna see her go. Oh, that's so funny. That would, this would be me. You guys can't see my face, but... I'd be like, I'm shook. I wouldn't even know what to do. I would just probably stand there for, like, the next ten minutes yeah. to just contemplating all the things that just happened. Yeah. And be like... Okay, so what's supposed to happen next? Like, how do I just go home? Like, and live a normal life? <laughs> That's funny. Okay, number five is Sunflower. <laughs> number four is Without Me, Halsey. Yes. Now, these next three... Women ruling the, um... Oh, yes, top five. And watch them all. Um, number three is Thank You, Next. Thank you, Next. Number two, debuting, debuting at number two, is Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored, Ariana. Yes, so... And then number one is Seven Rings, Ariana Grande. Yeah, so Ariana Grande holds the number one, number two, and number three position. I was actually... So this actually, at the time of this recording... This was this top ten just came out today. Yeah. So as of recording this, so when I saw the that post and I just saw, I just saw the right side and I was like Ariana, Ariana, Ariana. I was like, did she really just? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh snap! Because I knew I I I figured from what people were saying that um, break up with your girlfriend was gonna debut at number two, but I didn't think Thank You Next was gonna go back up. Mm. Um, but then I realized that people are streaming the whole album, so it's there gonna get was, more streams. But I saw a post on BuzzFeed about how people were like boycotting. Yeah, they were saying seven down, rings. They were saying stop seven rings so yes. she can get her third number one debut. Yeah. Which honestly would have been pretty iconic to have three your first three yeah. number ones all from one album all debut at number one. Yeah, that would have been cool. And but she is the universe the, don't work that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the universe can't have too much. <laughs> she um she's the first artist since the Beatles to do it. Yes, that's over that's 55 years. Yep. And she's the first um solo artist mm-hmm. to do it and first female yep. uh, to do it. Um like Nicki Minaj proclaimed 
back in 2016, mm-hmm. Ariana Run Pop. Yeah. She and Halsey are single-handedly saving pop music. All right. Good for them. Right now. Um, but yes, and Ariana's album, Thank You Next, as well, is also the biggest selling debut for a pop album since Reputation back in 2017. And it has uh, 360,000 units sold. And that's her highest debut of her career so far. She actually keeps going up with her album, and it's her fourth album to debut at number one. The only album that didn't debut at number one was Dangerous Woman, and all her fans call that her best album. I don't agree. Why didn't it debut at number one? Because Drake was number one at the time. And we know how Drake works. He doesn't (laughs) like to share. And... (laughs) He even took Travis's song. (laughs) I mean, low-key, Drake's taken everyone's song. But that's a different podcast. Um, (laughs) But, um, yeah, I don't think Dangerous Woman is her best album. It's the only one I don't own. So if the tea is spilt, the tea is spilt. But um, (laughs) not that it's bad, but it just, you know, wasn't for me. At least at the time it came out. Maybe Mm -hmm. if I listen to it again, I might think otherwise. But, yeah, so... That's a kind of crazy, like, mm-hmm. that she has three... Yeah, I know, that is kind of crazy. Especially, you know, you would think that... Drake actually almost did this, yeah. I was reading, um, when Nice For What was number one, Nonstop was number two, and then God's Plan was number four. Um, and I, I would have assumed... Like, she's not the artist that I would have thought that would happen, mm-hmm. especially after... Well, especially after, like, the sweetener... Um, uh, singles and whatnot, like you know, she was having such a hard time having these huge hits. Mm-hmm. Like all, most of her singles are these huge hits, but never she just couldn't get a number one to save her life. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, she utters three words: "Thank you, next." Mm-hmm. And now, she just has the biggest. Do you think she Taylor m- Swift of her career? Um, no, I don't think she Taylor Swifted it because Taylor Swift, and I don't know her. <laughs> for sure, but what from what I what I perceive and take from what I've seen in her career, she goes into the things with the intention of uh-huh. <laughs> can't wait to write my next album. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean that's basically what she did to Calvin. She basically said that in the song. Like she was like, you knew this wasn't cringe. real. Like, oops. like I was just using you for that clout. Yes, we got a hit song, Rihanna. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> but yikes! Ooh, yikes. <laughs> but no, I think that what Ariana's doing, and this is why I started really getting into her music and just her more in general during Sweetener, was because um, she's 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 more translating now over into an artist instead of just okay, I'm a girl and I can sing really well and I can sing these nice little pop ditties. Like that's cool, and like I said, they're fine songs or whatever. But I never saw anything too special about her. And now with Sweetener and Thank You Next, she's channeling like the real life stuff that's going on mm-hmm. with her and translating that into the music, but doing it in an authentic way to her. And like that's what Scooter Braun had said before Sweetener came out. He said it's time for Ariana to start making the music that is going to define her. That's gonna basically what this is an Ariana song. Like no one else can sing this mm-hmm. besides her. And a lot of these songs from both albums I'm like yeah I can definitely see that they're mm-hmm. more like I don't know anyone else that could sing that song as convincingly or as good or as believable 
And so, yeah, it's just, it's just cool to see that even when just putting out an album five months ago, like, this is even bigger than that. And that was already pretty big. Yeah. And I was like, wow, the turnaround is so quickly. So um, it's just interesting to see what she's doing and where she's going to go. Hopefully, after this, though, she takes, like, a bit of a break mm-hmm. because you don't want people saying thank you next to you. True that. Like, nothing wrong with a little break. Uh, yeah, so shout out to Ariana. And this is actually, too, the first top ten that I like every song in the top ten. No girls like you in the top ten. Yeah, this is also the first top ten, I believe, since she debuted um, without Cardi B. Wait, who? Without Cardi B. Oh, in the top ten? Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. Interesting. I never know. I didn't know that. Oh, see, I... Times are changing. I mean, honestly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw that tweet that you said about the song. Times are changing. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, that was our top ten. Um, if you have not listened to Thank You Next yet, which I found out Delise a uh, good friend of the podcast, Elise, has not listened to Thank You Next yet. She actually hasn't listened to the Bruno Mars song either. And I was like, you're a fake fan. Ooh. But, um, so you haven't checked out Thank You Next. Or if you have checked out Thank You Next, you can also check out our last podcast where we review that album. Mm-hmm. So you can hear us kind of our thoughts on all of those Ariana songs. So now we're going to talk about some new music. We got, like I said before, we got a bunch of new music to talk about. And like always, or if you're new, this is your first time, we'll play a snippet of the song so you guys can get an understanding of what we're talking about if you haven't heard the song yet. And then we'll give you our little review. So the first song we have to talk about is Please Me. By Cardi B and Bruno Mars. If your man look good, but a film away. If you can sweat the weave out, you shouldn't even be out. Then no reservations at the pussy, you gon' eat out. I'm gonna ride it through it just how you like it tonight. And after that, let's do it one more time. Girl, I ain't one for begging, but now you got me begging. Please me, baby, turn around. Um, first thing I wrote down was, that's what I like. <laughs> LOL. Um, <laughs> the then, first thing I wrote was, and this is the first thing I thought when I saw the announcement, uh-huh. I said, oh, yay, a real collab from them. Finesse was so good. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, like, excited. I was like, oh, yay. Mm-hmm. Then I said, why are we so sexual? And then I read on Genius that it was an ode to sexual pleasure, and I was like, Okay. Mm, then I wrote down, <laughs> I, li- I like the beat, and I like the way Cardi raps on the song. I like the way she raps. Not about what she's talking about, but the way she's rapping with like the her music. flow. Yeah, I do. I, I like that a lot. Hmm. Then I wrote down, with all this mm, talk, though, kitty cat. <laughs> like, so much kitty cat in here. Mm. And then I said her that I can... vocabulary is... And I said, as much as it pains me, I cannot deny that Bruno Mars just sounds so good. Every time. Anytime he sings. I don't care how annoying the song is. Yeah, he's talented. He's such a good singer. He's very talented. I've always said that from the get-go. That's all I had. I don't see what the hype. But, um, okay, so I 
said my first sentence and I wrote dot 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 mm-hmm. so I enjoy the production on this mm-hmm. I really do I do think the production is pretty uh, top notch but what do you expect it's you know um, the amount of money they put into both of those artists you're gonna get top notch uh, production I said Bruno kills this chorus and sounds really good mm-hmm. is that it? that's where my positives end oh the issue with this song is, it's not a bad song. The issue with this song is Cardi is outclassed on this song by Bruno, mm. and it's her song. Mm. It, oh, it's, it's, her it's, song. A, it's a collaboration, but it's for her album. Like, this is her oh. second single after Money. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know that either until I read into it. Yeah, I feel bit. like this was an, a, a smart choice in... It, it was not a smart choice for her. Right. And I, um, like, if this was, well, whatever. Um, this is not going to get played on the radio. Or if it does, it'll girl, be. Girl, let, me keep, re- and let it, me keep reading my notes. Oh, I'm because sorry. They, because he's on the same wavelength. Oh, um, okay. I said, yeah, so the issue with the song is that Cardi's outclassed by, on this by Bruno. Mm-hmm. Just as a musician. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I said her verses are not good. Um, I said, this is a sex jam. Mm-hmm. Why are you saying, hey, and ratchet stuff so much? It's like, I'm thinking about, oh, yeah, please me. Like, like let's get it on. And then you over here like, hey. Ah, ah. I'm like, nah, that's just, like too ratchet for me. Like, you, do you only know how to be ratchet? Like, is there, <laughs> like, I'm just asking questions. <laughs> but I said, it ruins the vibe of the song for me. Okay. Like, it just doesn't mesh well. Um, I think she has great energy, like, in her verse, and she performs it very well. Like, everyone, every, we all know at this point, Cardi's a very great performer. I said, it's just not the record for that. Like, it's, it's not the song to do that on. And I said, I don't see this doing anything chart or radio-wise. Mm. I said, money and this aren't, money and this, please me, this song, aren't good songs. And they're not, I don't think they're good songs. I think the production... Both of them are great. Bruno Mars, great. Chorus, great. Bridge, great. Money, that beat, fire. Mm-hmm. But her on the songs are not, not even her on the songs. She's fine. What she's rapping about is not, the, the lyrics are not good. Like the flows aren't, the flows are fine, but just she's regurgitating the same information. Mm-hmm. Like just, different ways slightly and my thing is that okay so then I said um I'm a little scared for Cardi B too for her second album I said the Grammy win also brings I think too much pressure uh, for her to what I can tell at this time can follow up to and I said can Cardi pull through question mark because these money and please me are not money and please me are not Bodak Yellow, and I was going to say I like it, but Bardier Cardi was the second single. I said, it's not even, there was just a different, and maybe it's just because it was a different time, it was a different energy, she was Mm -hmm. at a different stage in her career before all all of this Mm -hmm. accolades and charts and all that stuff, but it's just, and this is what I said too, I said, I, I even said this, you guys can go back and check out our Cardi B album review I said as good as this first album is from her I need her to do something else the second time I don't want a second ratchet 
thing mm-hmm. like this because I don't think it's going to work mm-hmm. again. And to me, at least so far, what we've gotten, it's not, I'm not, these two things don't get me excited about like a new Cardi B album. I'm like, girl, I'm kind of concerned. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm kind of concerned. Like, can your writers like get a little, <laughs> can we get, <laughs> can we get the 13 year old boys out of the room? Yeah, I'm like, can we get Thank it you. together? Um, please, but, um, but anyways, anything else to say about that? No. Okay, yeah, so guys, tell us what you think about Please Me. Maybe a music video will change my mind. That's true. Because, you know, maybe not, but I really just don't, and I think it's sad because Bruno's sounds really great on the song, but I really just do think because of her parts, I just don't see it, I don't really see the song doing anything i think they're gonna the label and stuff is gonna push it Mm -hmm. so i think because of that it'll do like okay but i don't see it being like right any type of huge hit all right so the next song we have to talk about is well i was gonna say comeback single but not really but kind of sort of um dumb blonde by avril lavigne featuring Nicki minaj Never gonna top me Millions on millions They never gonna die me I am the prototype The pink print No, I don't want no frauds Wink, wink down is discount hollaback girl question mark low key low key though sips tea and it's unsweet so. oh my <laughs> gosh that's the first thing I then i said it's very catchy it's very catchy have you been blonde this whole time avril lavigne is this an aesthetic an aesthetic <laughs> is have you been blonde this whole this time been... is this an aesthetic yes i need to know I are need... you branding this avril <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I said, and then I listened to the song more, and I was like, okay, I, eh, I'm still getting Hollaback vibes. And then I was like, okay, here comes Nikki to save this. <laughs> here comes Nikki to save <laughs> the day. <laughs> and she kind of she As did. she always does. And the, I mean, her verse was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I mean, honestly, I, after the last, like, I'm not a dumb blonde, I was just kind of out of it. I was just done. <laughs> I said I like the drums on this, like the drum line kind of mm-hmm. feel, and I'm, I like that too. I like the um, the guitar part that comes in on the pre-chorus. The mm-hmm. and the first time, like, or when I first really was listening to it, I was like, oh, I kind of like that. Um, I said the song isn't really that bad. I said the chorus gets a little chanty for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't no dumb blonde. I ain't no ba 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 ba. I'm like, okay. Um, I'm a cherry bomb. I yeah, I'm a freaking cherry bomb. Just say the word, that. girl. Yeah. Um, I hate the post chorus, and that's the stand up, everybody. It's so bratty, and it makes the song just drag. Yes. If you took that part, say if you took that part out. It would be a completely different song. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's because I've just been, like, really studying, I guess, songwriting recently, like, more in-depth. And I'm like, wow. I never thought that. If you just took out one little part, and I realized that, too, in one of our songs that we're doing for the upcoming show, 
we took out one a, some a part of in the song and I said wow this is a totally different song mm. you took out one little thing and it changes the whole entire thing so I so I thought that was a cool correlation that I was like yeah you took that out wow I would have been like if I was her A&R yeah take that part out we got gold girl mm-hmm. gold but um, but if that part wasn't in there the song would be re- really short but um, I said show off that range on that pre-chorus girl I hear those notes mm-hmm. um, and that melody is pretty interesting too the uh-huh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. oh my gosh it's like you were there uh, I mean hey, I, was, I was in the studio right <laughs> um Yes, yeah, so I like the the pre-chorus. I said Nikki's verse is great, and it really fits the themes of the song. Yeah. Um, and I always appreciate that when she does that. And I said she can really ride any beat, I'm like, because mm-hmm. I'm like listening. I'm like, it just all fits yep. so nicely. And it, that for me gives it a like a an energy. I'm like, yes, I just like this. I don't even necessarily care too much what she could be saying. It's that it just works so well. I'm just like, yes, Nikki, show them, and it, it and it doesn't distract away from the song you know mm-hmm. what I mean it kind of it, it, it fits its purpose Nikki's good with that though yeah like with side to side she didn't take away from the like central mm-hmm. and in this song she doesn't take away from the eh, eh, like you know yeah yeah no she, she's really good at what a lot of more rappers need to do and like okay I'm going to try to enhance the song mm-hmm. that's already there. I'm not going to be okay, are you want me to be in the song? Okay, I'm going to talk about whatever I want to talk about and have no relation to the song whatsoever but I like how every time she does a feature, these artists really allow her to say young money like as much as she wants to. <laughs> She's like, hey, so I know this is your song, but I'm just going to start it out by saying young money. Young money. I'm on the song. <laughs> I'm, I'm on later on. Like, st- stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> That's what I said. Here comes Nikki. <laughs> right. Um, but then I said, I really wish Avril would evolve her music a little more because mm-hmm. I said this still I said this really sounds like something that could have been made at the same time as Girlfriend mm-hmm. but just it's slightly more mature because it has that same bratty hey hey you you I don't know na, na. I ain't no dumb mm-hmm. I ain't it and it's like okay aren't you like 30 something why are you still yep like I feel like she is ca- is calling for some type of like uprising and I don't know why <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Like, Avril, weren't you, like, weren't we talking about how you were dead, like, last year or something, and we didn't know, we thought you were replaced with something? Yeah. (laughs) Why are you calling for an uprising? Um, But, yeah, definitely catchy. If that pre-chorus was, or that post-chorus, sorry, wasn't there, Mm -hmm. I would definitely be, um, it would be a bop. But uh, it drags for me, so. Anything else? Mm -hmm. Okay, so, the next song we have to talk about is for Valentine's Day, because that was... Uh, a few days ago. Not that we care about Valentine's Day in this podcast. Um, nope. I worked. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, we have Cause I Love You by Lizzo. In front of liquor store, little bit of Lizzo and some more. Trying to open up a little more. Sorry if my heart a little slow. I've talked. Who is this? Is 
what I wrote I, down first. I, I, I ta- I've told you about her before. I know, I'm sure you okay. have. I just don't remember. And then I said, ex-ambassadors co-produced? And or, produced. I'm like, what? Know, that's when, so when I saw what? that, that's the first thing I saw when I um, was like going to look at the lyrics. I yeah. said, oh, I'm slightly more interested in hearing the song. Oh. Because I've heard someone for other music, so I kind of know what her sound is like. I said, oh, I wonder what that's going to mesh yeah. and be like. So. Then I said, is this from Hairspray? This is from Dreamgirls. LOL. <laughs> is this from Hairspray? Is this from Hairspray? This is from Dreamgirls. Girl. Don't play with me. Where's Queen Latifah? <laughs> then I said I almost I, I, I almost wish someone else sang it. I almost wish someone else sang it. What does that mean? Um, what does almost mean? I don't know who. I feel like Beyonce could have sang this. Really? That's yes. so funny because I have a note where I said... Uh, Hell, Jennifer Hudson could have sang this. Oh, wait, maybe I didn't write it about this song. But then I said that she sounds good, though, but some... Oh, no, I said this is, like, the definition of this is a Lizzo song. Because I don't see anyone else that could sing or perform this and would have the same effect. Right. I don't think Beyonce could say what she's saying, but she could sing the... The chorus. The chorus. And then I said that some... That she sounds really good. This is the first Lizzo song I've ever heard in my life. But she's... I've never... I've only heard a couple of her songs. I, that When she sang in the chorus, I've never heard her sing like that. I was like, oh. Oh, girl, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think she sounds amazing, but some parts are a little choppy. Like, a little bit choppy. But I think that the song is overall, like, with her, like, cutesy little rap mm-hmm. into, like, the very sultry serious and then into, like, the cutesy little rap, I think it's a really cool Valentine's Day song. Yeah. Um, I said produced by ex ambassadors. Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> I said this is like, and I said that thing. Um, I said I like I like stuff like that when it's you can when it feels like it's just like it feels like a representation of the artist mm-hmm. singing it. Like no one else could do this. I always those are always kind of like my, my favorite favorite songs where you feel like you can connect more mm-hmm. with the person. And uh, like Kaylee was just saying, I love the contrast of like the more ratchet tell- yeah. storytelling verses and then like that big voiced and big uh, band feel of the chorus and I said sang girl um, so you could tell this was a personal song to that she oh you can tell that she mm-hmm. wrote it and just connected to the lyrics because um, she was definitely feeling every lyric that was coming out of her mouth um, I said I like how ex-ambassadors gave it uh, gave the production like the big band feel but like they darkened it up so it gives it a more like dramatic tone. Mm-hmm. It sounds more. I was getting like Phantom of the Opera feels. I was like, "Where's the bum 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 bum?" No no no. I was like, "That's exactly what it reminds me of." And um, I said it fits the drama of the song, which is like the song itself is over the top. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that the production really matches well with how she's performing the song because that doesn't happen all the time. Uh, yeah. So the chorus is great. Yeah. Yeah, and she definitely sounds really great. And uh, she is an artist that um, she's actually getting a lot of push right now because she was just on, she was just on Ellen, and she was also on one of the late night shows recently performing her song Juice. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that on YouTube. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. it, but I've seen it. Yeah, and that's and that's like more of like a bop mm. um, type of song. Um, yeah, she's actually very talented. I felt I randomly discovered her 
on Twitter. I just saw this video of this like girl um, playing flute to trap music and like doing choreo, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool! Like mm-hmm. no one does this. She's so good. Like what mm-hmm. is this?" Um, and then I like that. Not that it matters, but like I like that she was like a plus size girl, and she was killing them eight counts better than like half. I was like, okay, she and her breath support was great. So she's talented. She's like she has slept on. So then after that, I've been kind of keeping up with her. So I'm glad that she's getting more exposure now. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next song we have to talk about is "Preach" by John Legend. Yes. Introducing John Legend as John Legend. Um, that's all I had to say about this song. Introducing John Legend as John Legend. Oh my god, John Legend's crying in a song about something. Cool. Great. John Legend is John Legend. Wow. (laughs) I'm shook right now. I said, Greg Kirsten produced, so you already know I'm going to like it. Mm. And then I said, wow, how is this a motivational, woke, I said motivational, woke, truth-telling, poetic, and a bop? Yeah, it did give me goosebumps. Because I watched the video. I watched the video first, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I watched the video to listen to it, and I, I was like, okay. Like, it's making me feel something, because it's for a fundraiser. He made it for a, a specific cause. Yeah. So, I think it's, it's also on his album, too, I think. It's going to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, it might be. It should be. This is a bop. It's, it's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> um, I said the production is outstanding from the, the gospel piano sounds mm-hmm. to, like, the drums and the chorus hits that gives it that really, like, anthem feel and helps it, like, bop a little bit. Because I'm telling you, the first time I heard it, and the, the the chorus came in. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm like, geez, those drums are so motivating. And then um, I said the melodies on this are pretty strong and they're very easy to like sing along with. Um, I think John sounds pretty great and he's very passionate. But mm-hmm. you know, that's John Legend, as Kaylee said. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I said, you know, I love a choir. We all love a choir here at Pop Talk. True. <laughs> we, I love me Pop a choir. Pop Talk stands a choir. Ooh, Pop Talk choir. <laughs> <laughs> um, in robes with the. <laughs> right. LOL, I'm weak in robes. <laughs> Honestly, though. Honestly, low though. Low key, maybe one day. Stay tuned. Mm. Um, <laughs> a Grammy performance. <laughs> no, a Super Bowl performance. Ooh, even bigger. Um, I said don't so the song's about like don't just preach about making the change mm-hmm. um, or seeing change go out and actually be that change and I like that because it's just it's a nice reminder um, to really do that and that's something that like is, relates currently to my life that's what I'm trying to do I'm like okay I'm gonna try to be more active about mm-hmm. like the change that I want to do and change I want to see so I like that now I have a song that kind of came out at a really good time that yeah helps out 
Um, and then ha- to have the lyric, heaven knows I'm not hopeless. Is it? Oh, that's such a good lyric. And I said, I want to write a song like this. Like Hutchins Farm 2 needs a song like this. Just get Greg on that. Just send him an email. I'm just going to call him. Hey, Greg. <laughs> so I have this little musical like in the in the woods. And it's I about just, a farm. <laughs> and it, well, it's, it's kind of about a farm, but like they're going to New York now. So we need like this more bigger production feel. So I'm just, you know, I'm just, if you just want to like help out and then maybe get some of your friends like I have a list of people that would actually be great to I'll just send <laughs> work them. on the Hutchins Farm soundtrack <laughs> could you imagine it's like yeah so uh, we got some of our songs produced by like oh this my person gosh. Timbaland <laughs> yeah Timbaland Timbaland came in and did our intro yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah I would cry that, that ever happened um, that would be so awesome I would be like wow I can honestly just die and be okay um, <laughs> all right, so that was Preach. Next song we have to talk about is Language by Betty Who. All of your words only say so much, and it's not enough. Uh, ooh, touch me tonight like the only one, like I'm all you want. Excuse my language, just shut your mouth. I'm in this lane of traffic. I'm in this lane. This is where I stay. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Okay, and I said, OMG, this sounds like a Years and Years song. Um, The the guys who did King. Yeah, I know. Oh, I love them. And then I was like, can they collab? True. (laughs) Um, And then I said, I like how the word... They do have a similar aesthetic. Like, even with, like, their performance and, Mm -hmm. like, their whole vibe and, like, even their fan bases, too. Um, I said, I like how the word language is used, mm-hmm. like, excuse my language, or, like, shut your mouth, use, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I d- don't use your language, just use your mouth. I was like, mm, yes, queen. <laughs> yes, queen. Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I just, I mean, it was, it's, it's a low-key box. Yeah, I said, it, it sounds like what a Betty Who song would sound like. Like, I wasn't surprised by anything when I first heard it. I was like, yeah, that sounds like her, like, what I've come to know from her. Um, at this point and I said it was said it would be it would be a cute I said it would be a cute little chill bop if that post chorus this is just me being really picky if that post chorus didn't repeat mm-hmm. like the excuse my language excuse my language yeah 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 if it just did that once mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. but it repeats I'm like now it's just annoying mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's just a little small uh thing for me um but I also said if the I said so if take out the repeating or if the drop because it is a drop which I didn't notice until like three times listening to it, I said oh it's supposed to be a drop yeah. I said okay if it dropped a little harder mm-hmm. I would be okay with the repeat mm-hmm. like just a tad bit harder not yeah. like anything like Skrillex but like you know a tad bit I'm like okay I can take it but um would fit nice on a nice uh, spring chill playlist. I yeah, think. yeah, just definitely a background sound. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a nice. You know, there's nothing too wrong with it, but it's not something you're gonna like, scream in your car or something. But it's nice, yeah. nice and chill, nice, good. Um, this sounds bad, but not. It's not a bad thing, but it's a good filler music, like on a playlist. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, okay, so the next song we have to talk about is Cold in L.A. by my boys. Why don't we? I'm so glad you said that because just because um just so you have context um because this is two of the members actually wrote and co-produced this song really so it's coming from them so I'm like and that they posted a snippet of them singing like the melody when they were coming up for it and I was like that was got me interested in the song I said oh I like that mm-hmm. and then yeah so I'm glad you pointed that out was I said that melody though and then I said sorry kind of got lost in their voices lol because I didn't write anything I was just listening. <laughs> And then I said Shawn Mendes could have done this song, too. I feel like if they had written... If they had done this song for somebody else, not them, I think Shawn Mendes could have done this song, too. Kind of. Maybe. Yeah, it would be a little... It had to be a little different, but yeah. I can hear Shawn Mendes. Mm-hmm. He can do, he no. do a cover. Come on, Shawn. Give him some clout. Let him open up for your tour! Shawn. <laughs> Checks. Ch- Dua Lipa still hey, waiting on... She's not on this podcast checks. today. <laughs> Dua Lipa said you can wait to my second album Do- um, mm? you'll get a shout out and the thank you credits or something <laughs> anyways um, okay. no I, I love the way their voices sound it's like boy little mix to me boy little mix I'm weak <laughs> I'm weak <laughs> and which is so funny because I know I know exactly what you mean by that too mm-hmm. um, so I said another solid song from the band yay um and then I said a few members of the band actually co-produced and co-wrote this one, so it's coming from them. Um, I like that their label still lets them be involved in their music mm-hmm. um, because that is when I think that's when they really shine um, when it's coming from them. Because before they got signed, they um, they wrote all their own music and produced all their own music and put out like five EPs. Mm-hmm. And then when they got into a major label, obviously you know that. They're like, no, we're gonna give you gotta sing these songs because these are the bops and these are gonna work and all that stuff. So I'm glad that they they let them have a mix mm-hmm. um, of both. And I said, yeah, great melodies, like you said, great melodies on this, and then they all sound good on their parts. Um, it's just a nice chill vibe song, which is just funny that you said you got lost in the thing. I'm like, yeah, it's just you just listen to it, you're just like. Even though it's about something really sad. Yeah. Oh, no. If you, like, listen to, like, the lyrics, that's really well written, too. I'm like... um, I said it's one of their first... I said, for me, so none of the fans come and attack me. um, That it sounds sounds like they focused more on making a song Mm -hmm. over than... All right, so this is part one. You're going to sing this part. This is part two. You're going to sing this part. This is part three. And so on and so forth. um, Because... Like, like especially with in particular that first verse, like halfway the first verse, I was like, okay, that's gonna be the end of that's Daniel, so that's gonna be the end of his part. I said, then they're gonna go to someone else, mm-hmm. and then he kept singing, and I was like, 
I'm shook. <laughs> like, I'm shook. So this is not the normal formula. I said, I'm shook right now. And then, um, so when I, it was more interesting with the, the uh, part mm-hmm. distribution. So I thought that was cool that they're, they're switching things up a little bit. On the second album or this next project or whatever it is, which I said two solid songs um, into this next project because you also liked Big Plans too. I did. Yeah. Um, so I said I'm excited. I'm excited for their next album or EP or whatever it's going to be, and I'm excited for them to see what else they can do together and just keep seeing them grow and hopefully they stick together for a good while because. You know me. I love my groups. I know. Shane does love his groups. I love my groups. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the next song we have is Adore You by Jesse Ware. This is not my Adore You, because I really like the one by Miley Cyrus off of Bangers. I love that song. Oh, the one where she's fingering herself in the music video? We don't talk about that. I actually never saw that music video. That was a good <laughs> guess, though. What? I know. I, that was the headline, so I, oh, that's why I know it. Yeah. I never saw it. <laughs> I love that song. Anyways, I said weird... Yeah, that was one of the better ones on Yeah, movies, it was yeah. A great... Wasn't... Yeah, it was a single, too, yeah. It mm-hmm. was. Um, okay, so I said weird, poppy, eclectic. That's why. Eclectic. Eclectic. Um, I said that I feel I feel like the bridge before the outro, going into the outro, was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. Because it was more... That song... Okay, so the difference between, like, language and this song is that language, I actually, like, listened and was actually captivated. This song was more of, like, a super background song. Because mm-hmm. it was kind of, like... Yeah. Slow. Yeah, yeah. And not captivating. I couldn't, like, keep up with it. Yeah. I thought you would really like this one. I like language more than I like Well, I'm not... I'm, I just meant, like, I thought... Sorry, not like. I should say I thought you would really, like, enjoy this one because I know... Because oh. I said... I said I always have loved her, Jessie's, um more, like, ethereal type of vibe and, mm-hmm. like, the calmness to, like, her vocal approach. And, like, I know you, like... Enya and stuff like that. Oh, I do. I so that's why I thought like, she would like. I think you would like. Maybe not. This is more of a collaboration between her, and, like a producer. Mm. Um, so her actual music doesn't really sound like this. Um, but I think you would like her actual music. Okay. Um, not that this is not. This is her actual music, but you know what I mean. Gotcha. Um, no, I gotcha. Um, yeah, I said um, it sits. Yeah. So her um, the more. It's like softer like approach I think really fits in contrast very well with the more like up tempo dancier uh, production on this and it, I think it gives it a more dreamlike like presence which is why you know it's easy to fade into like I this is something like you just like I would listen to this if I was just like laying down not necessarily trying to go to bed but I was just like laying down like chilling out or something right, like I would yeah. listen to this because it's so there's there's nothing to get captivated or really connect or not connect but really 
latch on to because it's just so like airy and just mm-hmm. so like chill which I think is great um, yeah chill song that still has some groove you can still move to it and then instead it has a nice little outro um, that fades out because that's something a lot of songs don't do these days anymore we don't have a lot of fade outs mm-hmm. a lot of people just like to end their song like oh I'm sorry mm-hmm. oh, we're just done okay sorry Ariana's whole album was fade out and that's why she's number one Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Next. <laughs> okay, so the last song we have to talk about on our new music is 365 by Zed and Katy Perry. This ain't gonna be a thing. You make the weekend feel like a year. Baby, you got me changing 24-7. I want you here. I hope you feel the same thing. Katy Perry is back with the tag team with Zed. And I said, in parentheses, thank goodness this was such a smart move. Yes. I said, ugh, on my mind. Who was on Katy's team? It's so catchy. Katy's team? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Congratulations, Katy, by the way, for getting engaged. Yes, for getting engaged to Orlando Bloom. And congratulations to Lady Gaga for getting unengaged. My girl's going to be single singing for me. She said, look. She said... <laughs> she said, my career. No, she, she said, look. So, I got engaged to you when yeah. I was just at a low point in my mm, career, right? Those and, Joanne times, honey. Right. Yeah. And, and now that I'm just, like, back at the top, ah. I just don't really see it working. <laughs> Did you hear... I know this is completely off topic. Did you she hear... She said, um, Bradley's winning me Oscars. Oh. And <laughs> Did you hear that... The Kelly Clarkson sing Shallow? I did. I actually I watched that video as well. Did you like it more? People are saying that. Did version. I like it more than Yeah. Um I rarely ever like covers more than the original because it's not one one, because a cover wouldn't exist mm-hmm. without the original. Mm-hmm. And two, because it's not it's not necessarily the same connections especially when it's an artist that like i like too mm-hmm. that all sounds good on the song um i think do i think kelly's is better than gaga's is that what the question that, is well there was a whole thing on twitter about kelly's version being better i mean okay i think and i said I, shut your mouth i mean <laughs> they're probably comparing it from the grammy performance because mm-hmm. that was the most recent time so that's what i'm gonna go off of what they're comparing it to mm-hmm I think Kelly, technically and vocal, technically vocally speaking, sounded better. But like, there, Gaga knows how to connect and perform the song because like she wrote and connected and performed the song and had to go through months and months of emotional like acting things to get into singing the song. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no, like Gaga sets the mood. When she sings the song, she takes you there. Like, no. Like, Kelly sounds great, but the passion Mm -hmm. and the feel is gaga all the way. Great. Same page. Anyways, (laughs) um, 
I said on uh, back to three six five. Yes. Um, I said that I'm so mad at that chorus because it's like, so good. I sing in a good way, yeah. Um, and then I said like, I hate this chorus. Why it's so good? I know. Three six five. I know. I know too. I know. The first time I heard it on the radio, I was like, I didn't really like. I was like, okay, I heard the song. I was like, okay, like I wasn't like screaming or anything, but then. Well, then I, I said, okay, I ha- accepting that Katy Perry will never make Teenage Dream style music ever again. Mm-hmm. Said this song is a bop. <laughs> but she, I'm like, mm, mm, mm. I was I was like, wait, Katy, why are you, why are you making me, uh-huh. why are my shoulders moving, uh-huh. Katy? <laughs> you were just singing Witness like last year. What's going on? Uh-huh. I said, I said, got, well, this is just a lyric. Got me fantasizing our initials already. I was like, that's me. Um, oh, that is a lyric. That's, mm-hmm. And then I said, all around, I said it. I said it is a stealthy bop, and I say that because it's gonna be down here for quite a while, and it's just gonna be on the radio over like a, and a over slow rise again. Type of thing. And it's gonna be yeah, because it's not like it's not big and bombastic mm-hmm. where it needs to blow up right away right. for it to have some type of weight. It's like it mm-hmm. fit. It's like um, like I think this the sound. This is totally this is the beauty of Zed like I'm gonna give Zed definitely his credit Mm -hmm. um for the song because Zed well I'll say what I said um I said she sounds pretty good um just like vocally speaking she sounds pretty good on the song um I said Zed and Katie both write great melodies Mm -hmm. on their own so this song is catchy but I said not in an annoying way like, it's not that annoying catchy. It's just that, like, it's just... Like, it's just good catchy. Um, I said, is that Katie singing those high notes in the background? I was thinking that, too. Because if it is, girl, I hear you, <laughs> but I'm also not sure. So... <laughs> <laughs> I said, the chorus is so fun, and the post-chorus isn't annoying. Yay! So that's how you do a post-chorus. It's not this annoying, overly repetitive thing. But she kept it nice and short. Or they, they kept it nice, short, and sweet. Um, I said, I, I can just enjoy this song. Wait. Oh, so, oh, I said, this is just a song that, like, I can just enjoy. Like, I don't have any real issue with the song because the production and, like, the vocal go so well together. It's like, they were made together. Um, like, by the same people. And it wasn't like, hey, I'm going to send you this. Um, Listen. And I say, I see this doing big things for Katie and yes. for pop music. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm glad she's back and Zed keeps winning. And this is where I want to give Zed his credit because Zed, first of all, we y'all need to stop. And this is for people who act like Zed is new. Zed has been out here for years Ooh. making amazing songs. I want you to know, break free, stay. Clarity. Clarity. Stay the night. Stay the night. Um, uh, and those like his song, but he also did a lot of um songs on Gaga's album for Art Pop. He's done songs for um, who's the other album that he did? Anyways, he has a lot of great songs. He's a really fantastic songwriter. Like he writes beautiful mm-hmm. songs. Mm-hmm. So y'all need to stop sleeping for one mm-hmm. um get up but uh he knows how to write a song that is going to like like stay um stay is my least favorite out of the things i've just listed um 
Uh, that's funny because you didn't even list the middle. <laughs> um, <laughs> it just solidifies my hatred for the middle. I totally forgot that was a good song. <laughs> didn't even list the middle. Not on the list. Grammy nominated. Grammy losing. <laughs> the middle. Rest in peace. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, uh, but even so, but you know. People can say what they want about the middle, but the middle is a prime example. Like that song stuck like butter. Like in terms of like it played and played and played and stuck uh, around. So I'm yeah. like I'm saying he he writes yeah the song. I'm like I, I I see this for this song, but not as like annoying as like the middle was. Like I don't I don't I'm not. A, a bunch of little girls aren't going to be singing three, six, five, uh, uh, uh. or if they do, it's not going to be annoying as little girls going, baby! Because, <laughs> girl, let me tell you, that summer camp was rough. Mr. Shane, can you play the middle? No! no. <laughs> Is it no? Why not? Man, because No! no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yes, and to the music video, I was actually. Um, did you watch it? I did. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought it was cool. Yeah, no, I I like that. Um, yeah, I feel like Katie is getting. I feel like she's getting back to mm-hmm. where she was, and I'm I'm going to say Orlando Bloom has a lot to do with that because happiness changes people, and so you know maybe Katie was just very sad during the witness times. And, you know, she just didn't know what was going on with her life. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want her to go back to black hair. Me too. She looks so much better with black hair. I and agree. that would just be like, go for like, she can keep the blonde for now, that's fine. But when it's time for like her album, singles and all that stuff, go back to black and make, like, make it so iconic. Like, I'm back. Mm-hmm. Back to the teenage dream, Katie. <laughs> Shane, it's not going to happen. Well, she doesn't need the music, but oh. just like the aesthetic. <laughs> you want her shooting like whipped cream no, out of her boobies? I just mean the black hair. That's all I mean. <laughs> just, just the black hair is back. I didn't want to pick up the black hair is back. Like, <laughs> um, even though she apparently she burned that Katie. You know what's so funny? Not all makes sense. She burned the teenage dream Katie, but she actually really burned her. How? What did she do? Just by... No, like, um, in the... The, the promo for Roar and that was coming oh, out and she oh. burned or she had a funeral for um mm. the Teenage Dream Katie said oh was that like real like she's never okay just... Prism was a good album though kind of well it had it had Dark Horse it had Roar which is an anthem for me I think I had high expectations for Prism so it's not as good as I wanted to be but I it I think it's fine had I can listen fly song I can listen to it something or other I don't know Water song. Prism, so, Prism got ruined for me by the music videos. I think the music videos are all trash. Except Roar. That uh, budget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that song she did for the Olympics. Right. I Oh, I love that song. Mm-hmm. I, I put that kind of in... It was in the Prism era, but... Okay. It was actually kind of in between Prism. It was like the carryover. Because I thought that was going to be her first song for Witness. Me too. But then she was like, nope, the Olympics. Psych! All right, so that was new music. That was twenty nineteen. Now we're gonna take it back. We're gonna rewind the clock real quick. Tick tock, tick tock, and we're gonna talk about twenty eleven. All right, two thousand eleven. Some of y'all weren't even alive. <laughs> I hope so. You'd be seven actually. I hope everyone listening to this was alive. Jeez. <laughs> actually, I hope everyone who's listening to this was alive. <laughs> 
in the womb? Gosh. No. Um, okay, so what do you have? Um, do you have... Continue. I just... I literally just went through... I saw... I watched... Oh, it. I didn't know if you had, like, the year-end stuff on the oh, paper and all that Oh, no, but I can pull it up. I I did go through the year, and I thought I was... I I know you told me to just, like, pick five. Well, I said... I meant... I knew I didn't know if I worded that correctly. I meant, like, in addition to what we normally uh, do. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Um, I can definitely pull it up, though. Um... What, you want to go just, like, top ten, or... No, let's do year-end. Let's do top... You do top... Let's do top 25. Ooh, okay. All right, here we go. Ready. And most of these, if not all of them, are on my list here, except for a few. So... Hello. 25. Year-end. 20... I do have to... I, I have to give a shout-out to number 26, though, the Lazy Song. Bruno Mars? Yes. Oh, um, wow. I almost... I'm like, the latest song Bruno Mars, I'm like, yes. And I almost said, I want to be a billionaire. Oh, no. But that's because that song came on... I was listening to a 2011 playlist uh, at the gym, and that song came on today. And I was like, yeah, the latest song. I want to be a billionaire. Um, number 25 was Good Life, One yeah, Republic. One Republic. That song is so good. That was during... That was one of the start of the whistle era. Where every song had the whistles in it. Oh. I feel like a good, yeah, a good like two years. Like every song had whistles in it. That song gets me all my feels. It just that's like my nostalgia song. If I want to reminisce about like mm. the good times of like those days, I listen to that song. One of my favorite One Republic songs. Mm-hmm. So good. Number twenty-four. Oh, number twenty-four is someone like you, Adele. Never mind, I'll find. Yep. Number twenty. Better than rolling in the deep, but y'all sleep. Um, as I have a, some bad. As it was as it was number one for five weeks. I was like, I have some bad news for you, Shane. What? Yeah, I know that. No, okay. I mean I like All I right. like both songs. Um, okay, so number twenty three. <laughs> I'm just saying, someone like you was a better song. It's like, mm, let's shut this down right now. <laughs> um, number twenty three is How to Love Lil Wayne. Mm, which I realized today, I used to not really care for that song too much when it first came out but like well I liked when Demi Lovato covered it on her tour and I thought she sounded good and I was listening to it today and I was like you know what I actually kind of like the song it has really good melodies in it it's pretty chill and it was interesting for Lil Wayne to put out a full mm. singing song and it was a hit yep sure was it was like a top 5 hit I think number 22 is Down On Me Jeremiah. Yes, yeah, that song came on playlist too. Down on me. And I was like, this is the bop. I said, yo, Jeremiah, I've been sleeping on you for years. Number <laughs> number 21 is Look At Me Now. Hey, yes. Look at me now. The comeback. That was like around I'm like this comeback paper. time. That's That was during one of the starting times of like, you know, everyone's like, oh, I gotta learn the rap. I gotta learn the rap for a Busta Rhymes part. Mm-hmm. I sure did learn the whole thing. I can't do it like these days <laughs> anymore. If I like, I would have to relearn it again, but I used to be able to go like, oh, good times. And that's when I first discovered Carmen. Oh, Rest in peace yes. to Carmen. Because they did yes. the cover and got really famous. Right. Now, uh, Queen Herbie. Queen Herbie? Yeah, that's that's their new thing that they've been doing for a few years. It's more like a solo project from her. Like she, it's like a rap R and B type of thing, and he produces uh, a lot of the music. So, 
I haven't listened to it yet because I think I'm salty that they stopped doing Carmen to do that. Even though this looks like so much better and so much more well put together and much better music, mm. I'm just like, I'm salty. Mm. I want Carmen. R.I.P. Pulses, my favorite Carmen song. I'm about to listen to Carmen after this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to be leaving. Pulses. Bops. <laughs> um, number 20 is What's My Name? What's My Name? Yes, my, my name? girl. Then her thank thing. Her thank you next era. True. Hey boy, I really want to see you too. You I can go downtown with a girl like me. And I just want to say shout out to Rude Boy from the previous year. Uh, because if Rude Boy did not walk and do what it had to do, mm-hmm. What's My Name could not have ran. I love Rude Boy. I mean, rude boy. I mean, I will never admit this in public, even though I'm admitting this on the podcast. <laughs> rude boy, I think is a better song than "What's My Name," but "What's My Name" is absolutely. But "What's My Name" is just on my favorite Rihanna album, and it has Drake on it, and it was just a whole moment and a whole vibe. And it was it peaked at number one before the debut single "Only Girl" from that album. "What's oh. My Name" is clearly is Drake. Clearly iconic. Um. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna stick at 19 because it's a pink song. Uh, no, don't do that. Don't do the pink. It's effing perfect. That's one of her good ones. That, uh, that song has a lot of meaning and saved many lives, Kaylee. Don't do that song dirty. I'm gonna pretty, do all pretty, her songs pretty. And Glee dirty. sang it. They sang it to Santana when she was coming out. And she hated it. <laughs> Let's just go through all the Glee like songs. Less than. <laughs> Less than per- I do it. I love, I love the message of that song. <laughs> it's funny because number eighteen is born this way. Lady yeah, that's Gaga. when she came out. She came out with perfect and raise your glass. That was she was having a great year. Number seventeen is raise your glass. Yeah, she was getting hits. She was having a great time. Wow, I can't. I, mean, I don't know what the difference hits. is between. Pink has hits for days. Can Pink, Pink needs to do the Super Bowl. She'll never. She'll never will, or she never will because she hates the NFL. But hmm. she did ever, she do it one year? No. She's oh, she just, oh, she just like I guess she did like a, a tribute to herself or something. Oh, she she sang at the the national anthem. Mm. Remember when she took out the cough drop? Yes, I remember. That's funny. Yeah. Um. So number sixteen is actually the first thing I wrote down on this list is tonight I'm loving you, Enrique Iglesias. Tonight I'm loving you, you, you. Yeah. You know what's so funny? I feel like live music tried to be alive back then. Yeah. But it's like, didn't work until now. But um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't really care too much for that one. I, the other Enrique Iglesias song that came out around that time. Uh, I like Yeah, it. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Number 15. Not the one with Pitbull? Yes. Yeah, I like that one. Um, 15 is Just the Way You Are, Bruno Mars. Still kicking it. Number fourteen is exactly. <laughs> Y'all should have seen my face. <laughs> I agree. Blanks there. What? What was it? Sorry. Number fourteen is last Friday night. Yes, Kate last Mary. Friday night. One of her best Ooh. music videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, the teenage dream era was just. There's Glee people in it. Yes, <laughs> two. <laughs> Number. Darren, Chris, and Kevin McHale. What? I'm not obsessed. <laughs> oh, I am obsessed with Derek. Darren, Chris. Me too. I love I Darren, Chris. I so am. Number thirteen is pumped up kicks. Yes, another cool. another whistle song. I love pumped up kicks. I listen. I heard it. I came on the playlist today, and I was like, "Yep, still a bop." I mean, I love I love Foster the People, but number twelve is S and M. Sorry. 
S and M. I just said S and L. I said S and L had a song on the charts. Yup. S and M. Tell you Rihanna her her thank you next era. I'm gonna be bad, but I'm perfectly good at it. Um, Low key though, I need to know Ariana. You are studying Rihanna's book. That's what I'm saying. She really is, but I've said that since the beginning of Ariana's career. I said they're trying to Rihanna her, aren't they? Ariana, that's why Rihanna. Rihanna. That, there, hey. Um. Okay. So uh, number eleven is on the floor. J Lo. Get on the floor. Not mm-hmm. as good as Dance like, Again. I wanna dance. Uh-uh. I love how a lot of people like a lot of these artists had like like at least two popular songs during like this time period so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like yeah mm, but that was not the as superior one as the other I hit. <laughs> also like live it up a lot more than on the floor oh I didn't remember that one and it wasn't successful because it sounded like the other ones shade um that was the truth that's why it didn't do well that's true Number 10. Now we're getting to the top 10. Um, top 10. Ooh. Just can't get enough. Ooh. Black Eyed Peas. Oh, I thought you were just saying. Just can't get enough of the top 10. I was like, okay, what is it? <laughs> yes. Oh, that was one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Um, boy, I think about it every night. I loved, I just I'm listened to that song for the last jump like, five seconds love. of it. When they go into the and Will I Am just raps mm-hmm. at the end. That's the only reason I listen to this. I think that transitions into the next song on their album. Oh, I'm sure it does. I think so. Will well, I Am's album was slept and that on. Was on. That wasn't that. That's one. That was on the album that Michael's mom loves, right? The one with Got a Feeling and stuff on it. No. No, I thought she loved. I don't remember. No. Did she love that one? Or did she love the one with Dirty Bit and stuff? No, no. No, she loved the one with Mimi Halfway. Mimi Halfway. Was that I Got a Feeling Time and Boom Boom Pow Time? Yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I mean, honestly, Carol, I would hope that you liked that album more than the other one. But, you know, speaking for relevancy's sake, um, for iconic state. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine is Moves Like Jagger. Blah. What a good time period for them. No, right. Not them. I'm talking for Black Eyed Peas, sorry. Um, <laughs> not Maroon 5. <laughs> but yeah, that was their comeback. I remember, that when was. They, I remember when they were releasing that song. It was when, uh, it was like the second our first season of The Voice. That's what I was just gonna say. It was only because of The Voice. Yeah, only because of what? Only, yeah. only because of Christina. Um, and they were like, yeah, and that's when they were all doing different types of collaborations with each other. That's when The Voice, when it was Christina, Adam, Blake, and CeeLo. Ooh, prime. Prime. Absolutely. Prime. And not saying that it's not good now or the seasons that have John been John Legend through. is gonna be on it. Yes. The judge. Um, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like how they try to fit a very obvious aesthetic like okay so we're, we're gonna replace the black guy with another black guy mm-hmm. and then we're gonna replace like they're they're more better about the women they like they alternate <laughs> they alternate skin colors but they're like no we have to replace the black guy with the black guy <laughs> or we don't want to look racist <laughs> hashtag me too hashtag all lives matter exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Um, yes. 
Number eight is. Oh yeah, sorry, but Christina. Mm-hmm. I think Christina's part is definitely the best part of that about that song. She sounds fantastic on that song. Adam Levine needs to thank Christina. I don't know. I, they apparently got into some beef later on after that, and he needs to be thankful because she revived his career and her own, and <laughs> simultaneously revived both careers. And you are living on a high right now because of Christina's influence. And that is the green tea. Um, that's why you should have brought her out for the Super Bowl, and you know you did her dirty for not doing that. That's true. There's a lot of things about that Super Bowl that I just don't want to talk about. Number eight <laughs> is, is... Thank you, next. Is, thank you, is thank you, next. No, I'm just kidding. Um, is Super Bass. Boom, 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 bass. Yes, Super Bass, the iconic best at the time. Mm-hmm. It's been Trump since. Um, <laughs> peaking... <laughs> Female rap song when Nicki revived so single-handedly revived female rap, but also Nicki Minaj needs to thank Taylor Swift for that song being so popular. Oh, I know why. I remember number Taylor seven. Taylor Swift told the radio, "Play super bass," and then her fans said, "Oh my gosh, Nicki Minaj!" Thank the, the rest, white girl. And the rest is history. Taylor's influence. I'll give her that. I'll give her that one. <laughs> number seven is. F.U. by C.L.O. Yes, Lo. I see you driving around town. Also on Glee. I love. Yeah, Super, Gabe Super Gwen Bass was also Paltrow on Glee. charting. Super Bass was on Glee. Moves yep. like Jagger was on Glee. This was when Glee was going on. This so. was in his prime. Um, There's Grenade. Uh, Number six is Grenade. Yeah, this was season three. Yep. Mm-hmm. Glee. Mm-hmm. Um, Number five is... I love how we just like... <laughs> we just know. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh that was season three. Oh, girl, that was season five. Oh, well, let me tell you. <laughs> Boy, season four needs to be like whoop. locked in, like... I like season four. In the coffin. I didn't like season four when it first premiered. Like, I, I hated season four when it was in time. Um, but then, like, when I rewatched the show, I got, I've just got a deeper appreciation for season four. I said, I'm like, season four is low-key really good. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it kind of sucks in the... And the, and the grand scheme of thing because they like did those characters dirty they and sure did. just dropped them off the face of the earth. I was like, wow, you built up a whole season for us to like these characters and then drop them off of the face of the earth because Rachel Berry wanted to go to Broadway. Y'all are lucky Rachel is my favorite character. <laughs> and Shades. <laughs> you're lucky. Like, you're lucky, Ryan this, Murphy. <laughs> this next song is, like, a guilty pleasure for me because I'm not a Pitbull fan and I'm not a Neo fan whatsoever. But girl, Give Me Everything girl, same. is, yes. like, my guilty my, I love jam that song. to I, that me, song. Too, it came in the playlist today. I'm like, this song is so good. I don't like uh, either of these artists. Right. But this song what and it's just such a time like i'll never not like that song because that was that song was prom for me every time i hear that song i think that that was prom like i just think about me and all my friends like this dance and having a good time like woohoo prom and that chorus is so good too neil can write his if his voice wasn't as annoying and nasally he can sing yeah he can write Alrighty, doing an Ariana here. We have E.T., Katy Perry, Kanye West, and yes, number four. that collaboration is so good. Number three is Firework, Katy Perry. Baby! The first her. baby I love. Baby! Why are you chasing? Baby by Justin Bieber? No, 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 I'm talking about just the, like... Oh, the belting of it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, number two is Party Rock Anthem. LMFAO. No, okay. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, are those songs in the same key? Did they steal <laughs> Katie's influence? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> like Get them influence. on the phone. And then Zed worked with her because Katie called Zed and said, are you stealing? <laughs> are you stealing You need my to make sweat? up for that. <laughs> you need to give me a hit song. Could you imagine <laughs> that whole thing happened based off of two notes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. That would be wow. so funny. Oh my. Um, FBI. Yeah. No, no, I'm tell, you, tell you, Katie was on. Uns- you couldn't tell Katie anything during no, the teenage dream no era. No way. Everything she touched was gold. Mm-hmm. Five number ones. Ariana who? <laughs> Thank you. Next. Like Ariana who? <laughs> Katie did. It. Katie did it first. Get out of here. Get out of here. Um, okay, number two is Party Rock Anthem, and then number one is... Why are you skipping over Party Rock Anthem? I said it already, and you oh, were I didn't hear still you. on Baby, Baby. Oh, that, that was just funny. No, Party Rock Anthem, that's my song of the decade. The heck? Are you kidding me? I have a Party Rock Anthem shirt. Out of all the pieces of pop culture that have ever existed, the only thing I actually own that is a phrase is a party rock anthem shirt that says volumes this is this song is actually on like the all time list yeah no this I'm telling you when we get to the end of the year and we do the decades Mm -hmm. list which I cannot wait to just see Mm -hmm. um I'm telling you that song that song is for sure top three at least Mm -hmm. I think it's number one but it's for sure top three I don't remember it being as popular as like top three of the decade though was it that big this song was huge. Uh, and it came out at the beginning of the decade, so it has all the other years that just continue to build its stuff. You know what I mean? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, okay. It's almost like number one for like 11 weeks. I really like... Party rockers in the house. And Sorry for party rocking. Oh, yeah. The, the party rocking them's little brother that wasn't as fun. Anyways. Sexy and I Know It, too. That was a bop. Shots? Um... That different album, but yes, I love shots. Um, that was when I first heard of them, and I'm in Miami, Drake. Um, what'd you say was number one? Rolling in the deep. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where's We Found Love? I know it came out like in halfway through the year, probably. So it's probably like in the top forty at least. Or it's top fifty. The heck? I'm shook. Hold on. Sixty-nine. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. That makes sense. I'm pretty sure it came out like it did. It came out like August, September, or something. That it makes did. sense. Okay. Um. All right. So that was the uh, the top twenty-five from the Hot One Hundred of uh, twenty eleven. So now um, I asked Kaylee, or yes, we talked about picking out some of our favorites. Our personal favorites that we enjoyed, or I phrase it as like if you were, if someone were, if someone who is of, who is not woke <laughs> and just is unaware of the brilliance that was going on during this time, um, what would be some of the music that you would be okay, you must hear, you have to go listen to this if you want to know about what was going on during 2011. If I wanted to transport somebody to 2011, yeah, like, 2010. Even if it's like your 2011, like this was going on, like this was my 2011 girl, you need to listen to this song because I could tell you about this. Oh, during the, this was going on when I heard this song. Anything Dev touched. Okay, so that backseat song came on the playlist today. I said, is this New Boys? I said, no, it's not New Boys. I said, it's that, um, 
I said, um, where's that group? I, I was like, Cataracts. Yeah, but I was like, no, Far East Movement. But I, I knew they had a song with Dev. And I said, no, it's Dev. And then I looked, said, the Cataracts. I said, yes, they had a home moment that year. With a G6. few songs. Mm-hmm. In the dark. Dancing in the dark. Dog what was her song? Her solo song. That was her solo song. But didn't she have another one that was something about a beat and a bass? Backseat, in the dark, like a G6. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, rest in peace to her career. She's like, I gotta mm. take care of this baby. I remember that she got pregnant. Oh, she's only 29. I didn't know that. Yeah, she was young. That's such a... That's crazy. <laughs> um, um, I also yes. put down Stereo Heart. My heart's a stereo. No. Yes? No. It's, um... Stereo Heart by who? It sounds like you're By like who? oh um Edward Maya and Vika Chipolina. And that song is called what? Stereo Heart. They put out a song called Stereo Heart the same year that they put out Stereo Hearts. I guess so. Why would they do that to their career? I don't know, but that song is a pop. <laughs> I don't know if that's like the book. Please don't go. I know what you're talking about. Mike Posner. Yes. I, I saw that on the list when I was going to the songs. I said, that song was so good. Slept so on. Good. Please don't go. Anything Lady Gaga did. I just Edge of Glory. Yes. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Oh, Miss the Alarm. Oh, so I'm. I the whole Grammy. Not, that song the, is so good. The whole Grammy performance. I turned my mom. I was like, I'm gonna see that live. Oh, we Hey. She's gonna perform that for me. Hey, 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 hey! You jealous? <laughs> I thought you were. Um, <laughs> what else did I put down? Um, Beyonce had a moment with "Best Thing I Never Had." Mm-hmm. Headlines: Drake. He was coming to his prime. Yes, they know. They know. Mm-hmm. They know. Um, that was it. I j- oh, there was written in the stars. Tina Tempa. In the stars. I love that song. Yeah, Tiny Tempa. Um, True. Yeah, that was it. And then just the whole this list is on here. So. So I have um. There's a few that I'm surprised you didn't say. But um, well, I didn't have it on my list, so I'm just going to say it now before I forget. But I heard it on the playlist today. The show goes on by Lupe Fiasco. I was going to put that on I here. was listening to the lyric today for like the first time. <laughs> and I was like, this song is so good. Why didn't I ever realize that it was that good? I was like, well, maybe I just relate to it more now because I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I liked his verses, what he was talking about. Um, he was like, um, Something about used to be scared of the world. Now I'm on a world tour. I'm like, that's gonna be me in ten years. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm planning okay. my world tour now. Obviously. Pre-sales start next week. Please. Because I need all the money I can get to get to that point in life. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have super bass, Nikki, obviously. Um, we found love, Rihanna. Um, give me everything. Mm-hmm. Pitbull Neo, um, Forget You, F You, CeeLo, Such a Bop, um, which Bruno Mars wrote that song too, fun mm-hmm. fact. Um, Pumped Up Kick, Pumped Up Kids, is it Pumped Up Kicks? It's Pumped Up Kicks. I don't know why I wrote Pumped Up Kids, that's weird. Pumped Up um, Kicks! I know, I'm like, that's weird. Um, Pumped Up Kicks, Foster the People, that song is good. I just feel like that bass part is so good, I was just singing it in my head, but... Good Life, One Republic, which I mentioned. I love the whistle songs. I was, you know me, I love whistling. Mm-hmm. Even though that's next year, but... Whistle, though, by Flo Rida. Not even part of this year or what we're talking about, mm-hmm. but Bob. 
very much a bop. Bop. To this day, like... And this one's the next year, too, but the... Ah, ah, just little, and then we let him go. Yeah. You know, Flo Rida had a time. He had a, he had a good, like, a good... He had a good five? Years. A good... I want to say three. Maybe. No, well, because Lo came on 2008. Yeah, This is 2011. He's still making bops. Um, that's good. That's four. That's, four. Four that's years, good then. Four or five, almost five years, yeah. Um, where Flo Rida was just making bops. But he collected all his checks and said, I'm going, I'm out, bye. Um, I mean, he still makes music, but... No. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so, Good Life, One Republic, Have the Edge of Glory, Lady Gaga, that was... I, st- I sang that song and ran around my godmom's backyard during my grad party to that song. I was running around. I, I was feeling free, and then I think my mom called me weird or something. I was, like, on the... F- I was jumping on the fence. Like, I was doing a whole music video. I was like, I'm free from high school. <laughs> I'm on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what I'm doing with my life. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Party Rock Anthem. Obviously, LMFA. Oh, I learned that whole dance routine. I mean, I'm not saying I was that really good at it, but I learned that whole routine. So good. Such a fun song. Um, Rolling in the Deep, obviously, when Adele became Adele. Mm-hmm. Um, look at me now, Chris Brown. Um, N words in Paris. That that year? Yes. Oh, by I, the Throne, Kanye and Jay Z. I am. I am a fan. I am a fan of that song. I was like, why didn't she say that? There's another song too that's why she didn't say all the lights. Oh. Kanye West. That when when I think of that song. And friends. Do you know Do you know what I think about when I think of that song? Remember when we went to Ocean Breeze? And we went many times we I, went to Ocean It was just us two and we went into the slide yes. that had the lights. Uh-huh. That's what Are you sang. sang. No, oh. you sang it. And that's all I that's oh, all I remember. Of it? That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an icon. Turn up the lights in here, baby. <laughs> I used to go to, actually I used to sing all the time when I went to Ocean Breeze to the lifeguards. Well all the time. Two times, uh, Kyrie and I had like went we just like sang random songs to mm-hmm. like the lifeguards. Like, what do you want to hear? <laughs> Get me in the front of the line. Like, what's your like, what's your jam? What's your bop of the day? Um, <laughs> what's your flavor? And then I have E.T. slash Firework. Just that whole moment because those are back to back singles. Just that whole like, and she Katie owes. Okay, honestly though, for being real, like I know we joke about people owing us checks all the time. Katie really still owes me a check from 2011 because no one was talking about E.T. No one was playing E.T. I performed a routine to E.T. at Mr. Salem, and then what, two weeks later, what does Katie do? E.T. is my new single. Buy it now. I'm like, oh, Katie saw that. Oh, I brought some life to this song. She (laughs) was in the back in like a robe. She was. She was like, oh, obviously I need to make this a single. So Katie, that was the biggest song from that album too, so... Checks can be written to Pop Talk Production Studio. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, that's all I have that I, yeah. that like really before I could, because honestly, like I could be listening songs for days. I feel like I'm like this is also, I'm not that they're all so good, but they all just have such. I have such, Mem- like direct like, memories mm-hmm. to like so many um of these things, as well. Obviously, I have to put. No, never mind. I don't have to put that. Um, I was gonna. Be, I obviously had to put the hairspray into the wood songs on here because, but that's, that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> but those, I just heard those songs a lot that year as well. Mm. But um, 
Yeah, so 2011, actually a better year than I remember it being. I think because that was like, you know what's so funny that year for me? One, there was so much going on that year. There was like 2010, 2011. There was so much going on that year. And that was probably like, for in terms of high school, career-wise, that was probably my best year, like, professionally speaking, in terms of, like, the shows I did and, like, the roles that I had in the various uh, shows that I did. Mm-hmm. But, like, the lowest year for me in terms of, like, personally, like, in terms of school, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, friendships, in terms of relationships, like, I was, like, like, I was feeling like Ariana before Ariana was existing. <laughs> and... So, so I, that year is such a weird time for me to think back to sometimes. It's like, cause I think about, wow, I had a lot of fun. I did a lot of cool shows and I did a lot, I got, I felt like I got a lot of creative, artistic energy out. I felt very fulfilled by doing all the, the work and stuff that I did. But then I think like, wow, like I had so many issues with, like, with grades and stuff, and I had so many issues with various relationships and friends, and I had the whole, all the Catherine stuff going on. It was just so much shit piling on. I was just ready to just get out of that place, but also not ready to get out of it because, like, it was four years. I, was I don't there. know. Any, I mean, yes. I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but it was four years. Oh my God. It's, I've, I've spent more time with this place than I ever did at my own home. So, yeah. like, that's true. I don't it's know. Any, I don't true. know at the time. I, I don't know anything else besides mm-hmm. coming here and staying after school and doing plays with my friends. That that's mm-hmm. all I know. So, mm-hmm. so Absolutely. it's a weird time to think back to. But it's good that I have a lot of good uh, music. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? It wasn't really all that bad. Pep rallies were lit. I never liked rallies don't just because I, I just like getting out of class i wasn't involved and b it was so weird when you get there and you're like trying to find people to sit with and then like the person you want to sit with is all the way to the other end of the out mm-hmm. of the thing at the gym and it's like i don't want to have to walk all yeah there. so you just kind of sit with the nerds <laughs> <laughs> i like pep rallies i don't really remember who I, I ever really sat with i'm pretty sure i found people artists i usually had at least one friend like or school chum and all of my classes so I don't think it mattered but I love pep rallies pep rallies because I just liked getting out of class mm-hmm. honestly mm. I just like getting out of class I just liked oh we we sing having a sing-off competition oh I know this is fair and unbiased but okay <laughs> I can um I can get down with that yeah mm-hmm. I thought the pep, pep rallies were okay um all right so that is 2011. 2011 um you can find some of our favorite 2011 jams will be in a playlist for you on our Spotify page that you can find in the link to this just in this description mm-hmm. and there'll also be um uh, another playlist with the new music songs that we talked about as well so every song that not every song <laughs> be a lot of songs for 2011 but um so the music that you heard on the podcast today you'll be able to find on the Spotify page so before we wrap up this podcast do you have any do we have any don't sleep on this tracks I actually don't have any this year for the first this year, this year? <laughs> lol omg this podcast <laughs> I don't have any of this pod well I, ha- I was gonna there was one I was going to say but I haven't really I've, I've slept on the song since I mm. first heard it so I don't even want to feel fake by saying that um I don't know I've just been listening honestly I've been listening to a lot of the Hutchins Farm soundtrack just cause I've 
I'm just been practicing. In I'm in it. I've just been practicing for this show. So yeah. I've just heard that a lot. And then I've listened to the songs that we were talking about mm-hmm. today and, and whatnot. Um, so I don't have any else at the top of my head that I haven't already done before, I should say, too. Right. Um, so, and Kaylee has none. So great. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Um, make sure you're following us on our social medias, pop underscore talk underscore. And uh, yeah, check out the playlist. And until next time, um, we are going to go out to my probably Rihanna. I'm so sorry. My personal favorite <laughs> 2011 song. I just have to do it. This party rock anthem by LMFAO. Peace out. Bye. No lead in our Zeppelin. Hey. All your rock is in the house tonight. Woo. Everybody just have a good time. Yeah. And we gon' make you lose your mind. Everybody just have a good time.